0: (laughs) sorry are we are we getting started like i'm introducing things
1: yeah we're just kicking this thing off okay warning this podcast contains topics and discussion that is not suitable for all audiences listener discretion is advised
0: Welcome to the ENM Talk podcast, where we discuss everything ethical non-monogamy and have intimate conversations with real people in the ENM lifestyle.
1: On this podcast, we'll talk about current events and topics that people who practice ethical non-monogamy can relate to.
0: Our show is not about lifestyle gossip. In fact, names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent.
1: Want to be a guest on our show?
0: We want to hear your story.
1: for episode number two. Yes. That's two in a row.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: We're actually, uh, we were going to talk about the swinging article a little bit, but we're going to back things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> a couple of, th- couple, had a couple of developments and a couple of things and a couple of new ideas that are going to be kind of cool. And so we're going to kind of hold off on a couple of those things and uh, also some current events of what's going on around the country, that sort of thing that I feel like we need to we need to have a voice in and address to our own community as far as that goes right so we're we're getting some things in place um i actually found a piece of equipment that's going to help make uh, distance conversations so we're all so much better (laughs) so we're practicing you know we're being good citizens and practicing social distancing that sort of thing but even better I mean, some of our people that we're talking to are clear across the country. It so
0: makes it a little hard it, to have a face-to-face interview.
1: Right. So it'll be really good to um, be able to have this equipment, have everything working remotely so that we can all hear each other and you can hear us. And so there's some really exciting things that we're kind of brewing up. It's just getting all of the pieces put together.
0: Yes. We'll get them there.
1: So our first thing that we were going to talk about or that is kind of coming up, the next topic that we're going to talk about uh, in our, I think is going to be our next episode. There's like three things that are going and it's, I'm not sure what sequence are going to come in. It's really going to depend on timing and people involved and that kind of thing um but then potentially the next thing that we were going to talk about is a pretty heavy topic. Right. And so I didn't really want to launch the podcast on that topic. <laughs> right?
0: Wanted to be a little lighter. <laughs> I want him
1: I want him to hear your giggle more because that'll keep them coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I thought you know this would be a good opportunity for us to really talk about what ENM magazine is all about.
0: All right. Sounds like a good
1: plan. I think that would be a good light topic to talk about that's going to make everybody feel good and and, and keep them coming back for more.
0: I'll be nice and happy. And, you know, I might even throw in a little food.
1: We are going to talk about food, um, so stay stay with us through the whole episode. This one may be a little longer than the last one, um, but that's one of the things that we're gonna uh, one of the things we're gonna cover about what's in ENM magazine is Ellie's food article. We call for <laughs> the love of food, but we're gonna get to that toward Later. the end. Yeah, so let's talk about what the magazine is about. <sighs>
0: The magazine, it is about ethical non-monogamy. And ethical... I know. It's super big umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> it covers
1: a lot of different things. And we wanted to, we are all about ethical non-monogamy. We we don't really identify as poly. We don't really identify as swinger. Most of the, if you look around in circles very much, most people hate labels. Okay. Right. So ethical non-monogamy kind of covers what we all do. Everything. So, it makes it easy because we don't have to be pigeonholed or any of that kind of stuff. And really that's what the magazine is about. The content that's in our magazine is for everybody who practices some form of ENM regardless of what it is.
0: Right. It does no matter where you are. Swinger, it's still ethical if everyone is on board and you talk about it and everyone knows what's going on. If you're poly, Completely ethical, as long as everyone knows what's going on. It's all about communication.
1: So we wanted to create a publication where we could have people, it's really, it's not about us. Um, and and we don't want this podcast to be about us either. Everything we've ever done within our podcast and our magazine and everything that we do, it's about everyone else really right. we want to create a publication or we've wanted we've, we've created a publication we, we, we're not wanting to we have done it
0: we have already
1: succeeded our publication is about you it's about the people in our community it's about people it's about relationships it's about how we connect and how we can connect in healthy ways.
0: Right. It's for the community.
1: Right. So that you
0: have a a resource guide and and places to look for new and exciting ideas of how to approach whatever it is that you do.
1: One of the things that the phrases that I tell people when I'm talking to people about the magazine is it is a magazine for the people in the ethical non-monogamy community written by people in the ethical non-monogamy community. Right. Quite a few of us are not professional writers. I am not a professional writer. I would be the first to tell you, I'm a terrible writer. Huh. Uh, I have good editors and they make me at least sound somewhat competent.
0: Yeah. yeah I love my editors because <laughs> they make me look like I'm <laughs> Ellie, not uneducated. <laughs> Ellie hates writing. <laughs> I am a horrible, horrible writer. And, um, I, ellipses, which I have learned what that means since I have been writing, dot, is dot, one dot. of my very favorite things in the whole world. Not very good for writing. Dot, <laughs> dot, dot.
1: <laughs> anyway. When,
0: when all else fails, add three dots. <laughs> Pause. <laughs>
1: anyway, it's it's been a fun adventure putting this magazine together. And one of the things that I love about it the most is that we're able to create content that is relevant to you. And some of it is fun and lighthearted content, some of it is more serious, some of it is more um, gut-wrenching sometimes when we're talking about things like jealousy and how to deal with some of these things. Um, And so it it can just really be a great resource for people to be able to go to and find help or where to go get help, but it's also a great place for entertainment.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because um, you know, I mean, my article particularly is always lighthearted. I mean
1: Who doesn't love food?
0: Right. So, I know I do. <laughs> so
1: I want to kinda of, kinda of break down and go through some of the different things that we've got going on. And some of these are very, very new and some of these are long things we've been, you know, through the ENM publication, clear back into the previous publication um and so i just kind of wanted to kind of flip through them really quick and just kind of tell you the kind of things you're going to find in our magazine um one of our newest additions is we've had a couple of um people answer a call they're professionals that have answered a call i put the word out that i'm looking for people who would be willing to contribute content in exchange for some advertising i mean this everything we're doing is literally run out of our pockets. And so we don't have money to pay for writers. We don't have money uh to pay anybody. Um, so but we what we can offer is advertising space. As so we've had a couple of people that have stepped up and said, hey, yeah, I'll do this. And uh uh Nolan Lawless is one of them. He's a licensed professional counselor and a relationship coach. Um and he has put together a column that we're calling uh group therapy. And he is taking a clinical, uh, a, a clinical approach to his writing, and and some of the things that he's going to be talking about in there. Uh, and so there's going to be some really, really good, like really good information for you to kind of help get you through some of the troubles that you're that you're having. Um, and then the next one we have, you know, <laughs> we've had we've been had a publication of some kind or another for two and a half years right. now. And I've had several people that have approached me and said, I want to do a dear so blank and yeah, so. <laughs> column. And I've been like, nope, nope. I've been saving it for this person. Kitty Chambliss is the uh, author of Loving Without Boundaries. Uh, she also has a practice. Hang on. I'm going to pull her thing up here really quick because uh, her her initials just changed. She just got a new certification. She is a PCC, CPC, Eli-MP. She's a certified relationship coach, keynote speaker, educator, author, and polyamorous and sex-positive advocate. Kitty Chambliss is probably one of the most amazing people that you will ever have the opportunity to meet, and I hope you do. Oh,
0: my God. She's, she's amazing. <laughs> super fun and
1: positive and super cool, and she just really is a great person to talk to about getting the help that you need. And she's she's very much, in, she herself is involved in a polyamorous relationship. So she understands some of the, the ins and outs and the troubles and the roadblocks that you can run into. And she's really good at helping people through those things. And so I've held on to that dear blank column for two and a half years because I was really, really hoping that kitty would get to a place where she could take it on and two months ago she did
0: yes she did and so i <laughs> it was super, very exciting
1: super excited about that so now we have our own uh, advice column where you can write in you can write to you know dear kitty and you can if you're having something you're having some troubles with you can write in and and maybe she'll pick yours and and answer it in the magazine so it's super cool and but she also has a practice that she has uh, where you can get some one-on-one uh, coaching that sort of thing and you can find her at lovingwithoutboundaries.com. We have uh, also have another professional her name is Alicia Payne. she also is a certified relationship coach and she has uh, contributed an article and I'm, I'm expecting that we'll hear from her again she'll be back I'm, I'm pretty confident of that. So these are just the kind of people that uh, are putting their thing out there. Uh, putting out some really good information for our listeners and for our readers to be able to um, get some help, get some guidance in some right. of maybe and some of some, the areas that they're struggling in.
0: And it's it's really awesome to have some, like, I don't want to say that us lay people are not qualified to talk about our experiences, but qualified people to, like, get in there and get t- to really tell you how to get through some of your issues,
1: right? I mean, I can tell you what I do, but that right. doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing, right? Exactly. And and to have people that have certifications and that are professionals and and that are willing to step up here and say, "Hey, let me help you," um, is really a cool thing. And then they're and they're contributing to the greatness that is ENM magazine, and and we're super excited about that.
0: Absolutely.
1: So then the next thing that we've got, and, and really it's, so we we always try and do like different feature articles. And that feature article changes from time to time. It depends on, you know, what's going on in the community, what's going on around. Um, I I personally have been kind of putting out a, what I'm calling an ethical non-monogamy series where we're exploring all of the different uh ways that people engage in ethical non-monogamy, like polyamory and swinging. And and there's going to be lots of little subtle different things that we're going to explore, like uh, relationship anarchy and and things like that, where we're going to kind of talk about some of those things. I may even... So far, I've written all the articles for them, um, not because I think that I'm an authority on them, but just simply because I haven't gotten anybody else to write them. <laughs> but I'm really hoping with something like relationship anarchy, which I I, I, I practice a modified form of relationship anarchy, but I, I would not say that I am extremely knowledgeable or, or anything about what relationship anarchy is. So I'm, things like that, I'm really hoping to pull in some people that really, that, that they specialize in that, and that's that's kind of their thing.
0: Yeah, kind of get some more so, insight.
1: So, yes, yeah, so I'm really hoping that we, you know, me mentioning this will maybe get some of them to <laughs> step up and go, hey, I would love to write an article about right? that if you'll publish it. So Absolutely. <laughs> if you're the interested. The more the merrier. <laughs> you can contact us directly through the podcast, or you can contact us through uh, magazine at gmail.com. would love to hear from you on that.
0: Yes, we would.
1: Uh, so one of the other things, again, this kind of comes back into the into the vein of uh, ethical non-monogamy is really about the people of ethical non-monogamy, right? And so um, when we were first kind of putting this thing together, uh, not gonna lie, when we were first putting the magazine together, it was it was absolutely a marketing ploy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is me being totally transparent and truthful. It was to get my photography out there because I'm a professional photographer to get my photography out there to hopefully generate more business.
0: Right. That was the plan.
1: And it sort of worked. I was taking a lot more pictures. Yes. (laughs) The magazine took over. It literally took over. 100%. We.
0: If you take clients for if you take photos for a client now it's on extremely specialized yeah. case by case scenario yeah, it's... you you don't have time to do um you know baby shoots they got to come to you with something that really intrigues you
1: both ellie and my girlfriend b- both of them when we were getting ready to start the magazine they both said this is a terrible idea it's going to take over everything
0: yes we did
1: and they were right yes we were <laughs> and now i work you know 50 60 hours a week on the magazine 80 100 nah never but a lot and <laughs> enough that you know doing anything else doesn't really work anyway where i was going with all of that was where <laughs> we're, we're t- the magazine is about the people and so we wanted to have a feature in the magazine that was about the people of ENM right and mainly because when Ellie and I had our first experience with ethical non-monogamy, we weren't really even looking for it. We, we got invited to go to uh, a swingers club. Right. To help do photography.
0: Right. And, this
1: <laughs> and we were as monogamous as they come.
0: Oh, and yeah. I might have been more monogamous than they come.
1: <laughs> we weren't even curious about it. Nope. And when my buddy said, hey, but it's a swingers club, I'm like, oh, I don't think that's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, nope. So, but uh, a whole nother story. It is a different story. We'll, we'll get into that another time, maybe, uh, <laughs> if you ask nicely. Uh, but anyway, we, we just kind of, we, we, I talked Ellie into letting us do it, and we went and we did it. And the first thing that we noticed was that the people at this club were incredibly normal.
0: It was yeah. It it, it, it was wasn't, just like us. It <laughs> wasn't anything like
1: what we expected. And the people were, were really, really down to earth and really cool. And
0: friendly and everyone was nice and accepting and they're like, oh, you're not a lifestyle. Cool. We love you anyways.
1: So that's what I wanted to do, part of what I wanted to do with the magazine was to portray people in ways that would Half the people that read the magazine are are they're one of us. They're ethical, ethically non-monogamous. They're in the lifestyle. They're in one way or another. The other half of the people, the other people that we're writing the magazine for are the people that are on the outside looking in that are curious about what this is all about.
0: And they're looking to maybe expand their relationship. And we're giving them the insight to see that it's, it's possible. It's pretty normal. It's, it's, it's possible. It's
1: possible and it could actually really enhance your relationship. And with it doesn't your make
0: you weird or odd or anything like that. Right.
1: So we came up with we wanted to have like a, a feature centerfold kind of an article. Right. I use my air quotes cuz you can't see those in radio. <laughs> um but anyway, we you know, we, we wanted you know, it to trend be trend. we wanted it to be like a centerfold article, like a featured couple or featured person but we wanted it really to be more about the story than it was about the pretty
0: pictures right I and mean, and every when we interview everyone and get them to tell us all of their fun and exciting secrets and how they got to be where they are today <laughs> right
1: so we say the pretty pictures bring you into the magazine but then the story keeps you keeps in you the magazine there. that kind of thing yeah keeps keeps you captured there so we've run temptation articles. Now we call them temptations. We weren't sure what we were going to call them. we, oh, we, ha- we spent over that two forever. or three days. We spent two or three days trying to come up with what are we going to call these people? And all the good names were taken. Right, you know, we couldn't call them uh, Pats or because penthouse Pats couldn't call them Pats. We couldn't call them. Pets. We couldn't call them uh, we went through a couple of them. Oh, um, um, Mystique magazine has um, sirens, right. which I really loved. I wanted to be, <laughs> but that's already taken too. And and so we we, we said, you know what, uh, Temptations. And and we we literally spent days on this. I and the reason why I'm saying this is because on Reddit, yes, we're on Reddit. Uh, I had one of the Reddit members was really being critical of the name Temptations and and all that and. You know, some of the sometimes labels won't resonate with you, and sometimes, and that's okay. We just they are what they are, right? So, but we call them temptations, and the temptations are really just about um, people of, of ethical non monogamy, and so we're we're also we're also a body positive magazine, right? So we don't necessarily we aren't necessarily looking for the super hot, sexy, pretty people. I mean, we are, but. <laughs>
0: We're looking for everybody, though. But
1: I really love, even with my own photography, I really love when I can take someone just every day. I don't want to say average because average when describing somebody sucks, but I want to just say, just, you know, people that don't think that they're magazine beautiful when you can photograph them and make them feel magazine beautiful. Right. That's where the gold is for me. That's where I really thrive and what I really love. And so that's what I want to do with the magazine too is show people how beautiful they actually are. Right. And no matter no matter what they look like, no matter how what their body okay. shape is, no matter how old they are, no matter how young they are, no matter what race they are, Um,
0: Whether they're a size 2 or a size 22, it doesn't matter. Everyone is beautiful in in someone's eyes. Everyone is beautiful, and we try to show that to everyone.
1: Unfortunately, we are at the mercy of who can be in the magazine.
0: This is true. It's a
1: very public thing. Very. So not everyone can do it. No, um, you have to
0: be totally out.
1: And so this is this has brought us to a place where our magazine is incredibly white. And yes. and it's unfortunate. We've had a couple of um, different ethnicities in, in our magazine and, it, and and it's it's never by intention. We're not intentionally white. It's just haven't had a lot of opportunities to have people of color in the magazine. Right. But we're working on that. And we are. and consider this an open invitation to Anyone, anyone who is a person of color who would love to be portrayed in our magazine contact us we Please. would love we would love to get to show some more diversity in the magazine that is a thing that's going on right now and we we want to show that we are open to everyone
0: all, all of it diversity is is key in in ethical non-monogamy so we want to show diversity in all ways right
1: uh, so then, so, we, so we have, um, the temptations and, and the temptation article has run every month. Um, COVID has kind of tripped us up on that a little bit. We've been, we've had a little, you know, when you're, when you're isolating at home and you're, you're locked down and, you know, nobody's going anywhere and you're, you know, social distancing and not being around other people, except those you live with. It does make that a challenge. It's a
0: little hard to photograph somebody.
1: Yeah. So we're um, so we've we've had a little trouble with that. I've got a couple of temptations lined up that I, I think I'm gonna get out and, and get shooting again. Um, but the next thing that we have is what we're calling and I think we're gonna run both. I think we'll have we'll have a temptation whenever we can get one. But we're also we've also started a new thing that we're calling real people of ENM.
0: Right, which is so much fun.
1: Re- real people of ENM is um, it's more for the. I think it's going to be more for those people who can't show their faces, right. who have to be more discreet. And the thing about the real people of ENM um, is, it's more like a, It's kind, if you can imagine like a like a one or two page uh, mini spread. That is all self-shot. Right. So so you just send us in the photos that you want us to publish. And then you tell us a little bit about your story. So imagine, imagine, like, say, say you're a swinger couple from South Carolina. And you are looking for other couples in your area. So then you can kind of put your personal up there. You can kind of tell your story up there. You can throw some pictures up there. Um we're we're not going to be terribly concerned about whether or not you show your faces or not. We do have some some nudity criteria that we have to follow. Right. But they're they're pretty liberal. It's
0: it's, it's liberal, but you can't
1: uh, be full. And and then but the other thing about that is that you can also post in the part of your article, you can post your connections, um your your links to your online swinger sites. So like Cassidy Quiver, SDC, CEF uh, Social. Um, what am I forgetting? Oh, li- uh, Swing Lifestyles. Whatever they are, as long as it is a swinger site or a um, or a uh, uh, a site that you for for people to connect um, that are in the lifestyle, then we'll accept that. Um, of course, we can't we can't promote anybody that's uh, doing adult work or, or um, sex work because obviously, uh, sesta Fosta would come after us on that. But right. um, but but for connecting with for giving people a platform where they can connect, that's kind of what we're what we're striving to do with that.
0: Yes. So and it's a very good way to do it, and it's a good way to get more people into the magazine because um, obviously we can't do three spreads of of temptations at any time or anything like that. And And not everyone is able to do quite that much of an expose because it's very much about being out there.
1: So with the temptations article and the, and now the real people of ENM article, it's super fun because we get to feature you. We get to feature people that are in the ethical non-monogamy community and kind of put a face on it. Like these are the people that do this. This is what they like this is their history this is their story this is it can we we really can be can do anything with it that but it the, it's about talking about us and who we are
0: yes and it, it takes it that all the articles that we have that help you feel like it's a normal part of life it takes it that one step further where you see that it's a normal part of life it's normal people it's everyday people that you might have been sitting across from in a restaurant. And it's, you know, it's not like everyone has a big, you know, a uh, scarlet E on their forehead or anything.
1: That would make life easier.
0: <laughs> well, you'd know who you could talk to. Uh,
1: but that's why we talk to monogamous people, because we convert them. <laughs>
0: Sometimes. I have converted a couple <laughs> a of them. Few. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well let's take a break here for a minute and pay some bills. And, okay. And then we will uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about the rest of the magazine and your article.
0: Perfect. What are you doing over here? Uh, I'm
1: just over here getting my profile filled out on SAF Social.
0: Ooh, and what is SAF Social?
1: SAF Social is a new social network for lifestyle people. It's super cool. It works a lot like Facebook as far as posts and feeds and pages and stuff. And people can share sexy photos on a site that is hidden from prying eyes.
0: Mm, like that. And that looks sexy and fun. Can anyone join? I mean, can I make my own profile?
1: Yeah, and the best part is it's totally free. Just go to safsocial.com and register. I can't wait to see your new sexy profile. Oh, and be sure to follow the ENM magazine page while you're there. Uh,
0: I'm going to go register right now. Okay.
1: I like you, like, like, woohoo. I can't even make that sound. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got a couple more things. Okay. Um, one of my absolute favorite parts of the magazine, and it's something we're, we're trying to get going more. I'd, I'd like to see it in every single issue. We, we haven't had great success with that, but um, it's sometimes hard to get people that are not associated with the magazine to kind of go with our fast pace. Cause literally a magazine coming out every month is very it's, fast. It's past. very fast pace. Um, nothing makes time go faster than having something that you do every single month. And ha- literally when it starts at the beginning of the month and ends at the end of the month and like literally it's a, continuous cycle. Right.
0: <laughs> and you always have to come up with new ideas.
1: Right. And then to grab somebody and go, okay, take a trip with us this month. It's like, <laughs> it's almost mind blowing how quickly things move. So, right. Um, but anyway, one of my favorite parts of the magazine is something that we call the Artist Spotlight.
0: Yes, that's fun.
1: Um, and the Artist Spotlight kind of kicked off the, the club that we go to Fairly frequently, uh, has a monthly art showing that they do. And, you know, the art is, it varies. It varies in uh, the skill level of the artist, but it also varies in the content and right. the mediums. Like sometimes it's photography, sometimes it's paint, sometimes it's pen and ink, sometimes it's illustrations, sometimes it's, it just sometimes varies. Sometimes it's metalwork. And sometimes it's metalwork. Uh, and so, we wanted to. The one thing, the one thing that we know about about seeing the art at the club is that you go in and you see the art, but you don't really know the artist, right? And so, we had this idea, like with the magazine, kind of like we do with the feature uh, couples, the Temptations, and that sort of thing, that we could kind of get to know the artist too. And so, that's what the artist spotlight is. We We have our writer um, right now. It's uh, Karen Tortora Lee, that is the one that's usually taking that on. Right. Um, She will sit down with the artist and interview them and get all of their background and all of their, uh, not just in their art, but also in their life and in their lifestyle and all of that, and put it all together into a cohesive and interesting story where you get to learn about the artist. And then you get to go through a tour of the artist's favorite works uh, with the artist. So basically, they're telling you all of like every, every piece of art that you create has a story. It has something that makes that art resonate with the artist. And so that's the artist's opportunity to talk about their
0: art. Right, which is wonderful. I mean, really seeing it from their perspective and hearing their story about how they feel about their art and why they do what they do is is very interesting.
1: As a photographer myself, I know that you know every all of my favorite uh, photographs, all the favorite pictures that I've taken, um, every one of them has some kind of anecdote to it, some story, some something about that day or that person that resonates with me or or whatever we created how that resonates with me and so i wanted to create a vehicle that allowed the artist to be able to share that with their audience in ways that they don't get to share in a in a uh, a live viewing of their art right so that is a really cool thing and it's something that Um, is like I say is one of my favorite parts of the of the magazine
0: nice yeah I I always love reading about the art and the artist
1: so talking about arts (laughs) (laughs) so we uh, one of the things about the magazine is is that we say we the magazine is about ethical non-monogamy but we are inclusive of um, sister communities where they intersect with ethical non-monogamy and so we have um, we have a very it's interesting to me in our in our ethical non-monogamy community how much we overlap with the kink and BDSM communities. Right. And so we have a, a, a fairly regularly occurring uh, article again with covid. Everything's kind of on kind of. Messed up right now.
0: Yes, it has not been kind. But
1: us. Marilyn Bell uh, is a she's a, a phenomenal writer as well that yes. we're very lucky to have, and she likes to write about her uh, her life as a uh, submissive. Um, and so we get to hear we get to hear some of the the things that she has done in her life and the things that she is currently doing. Um, through the eyes of the submissive and uh, all of the parts of that. So if kink and BDSM is your jam, then you're going to love her article that we call Confessions.
0: It's a great article, and it's always fun to uh, see all of her adventures, and she does go on some pretty grand adventures. <laughs> it's uh,
1: it's a little triggery for me. Um, kink yeah, and, kink a and little. B- kink me too. <laughs> kink and BDSM is not my jam. Um, in, I mean, I can, nope. I, I can dabble in it and I can play in it, but... Some of the stuff, I'm just like, wow.
0: Yes, it's very deep. Some of it can be very, whew, got to so, breathe through that one. <laughs> so just be aware of that.
1: If you go check out any of the past issues of the magazine, that um, if if that kind of thing triggers you, then you may want to just skip on by that. But if that's in, it's something you're into, then you're definitely going to want to check it out. Uh, and then the last thing, and this is one of our more recent acquisitions, um people that are contributing to the magazine, um, in, is, uh, his name is Herman Humbert, and he is the writer, uh, for a website called mysexlifewithlola.com, and basically he writes about his, his hot wife, (laughs) and and some of the some of the adventures that they have they have a whole website they have a whole following it's um uh I, i i only know just a little bit around the periphery of the whole thing but um very very exciting very very titillating stories and and at the same time funny like there are times like that just the the most of the stuff that he's contributing to the magazine now is um kind of um anecdotal kind of like describing a morning that they're having or that kind of a thing but it's just you get to kind of get the feel of their banter and the sexual tension between the two of them i really can't wait for the whole covid thing to be over with and behind us and be able to hear some of the stories that they have when they're operating under a more normal normal circumstances circumstances. (laughs) because uh i'm telling you just i can just tell it's hot I just can tell that it's hot, and I'm excited to have them on board and get all their
0: sexy stuff.
1: I I always look forward to her flirty emails that I get from her.
0: <laughs> it's always a good day for him when she wrote
1: knows. about me. She she wrote about me or had him write about me in their latest article, so I feel <laughs> like I can say that. So <laughs> anyway, so that brings us to the last article of the magazine. And that is Ellie Love's For the Love of Food article.
0: Yeah, it would be me.
1: So tell us about your For the Love of Food article. Not not this month. We'll talk about this month in a minute. But just okay. in general, what are you trying to do with your article For the Love of Food?
0: Most of the time um, when I'm writing any of my articles, it's a... Uh, most of my articles are antidotical, however you say that word. That was that didn't even come out even close to right. We'll um, go with that. <laughs> um, about an event or a date, um, I usually talk about uh, my dating life in my articles but sometimes i also talk about us here at home in in very generic terms yeah no no not gossipy but in more generic terms but even but i talk about us here at home and how we do different things i've talked about the trials and tribulations of cooking in a household of three adults with very different tastes in food it's fun sure sometimes (laughs) no it is fun um and, you know, and, and my ability to uh, be able to go out with my other partners and be able to cook for them. And some of them have broader tastes and are more adventurous and we do different things. And it's, i talk about, I, sometimes I don't even talk about going, um, making food. It's sometimes it's about having gone out to do food or something like that. So that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Because
1: um, you recently, uh, you took your other partner to, um, to, 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 you took him to Korean.
0: I did. I took him to Korean before barbecue. Every,
1: before the world blew up.
0: Before the world blew up. And I also took him right before the world blew up. I had taken him to Thai food for his very first time going to Thai food. and uh, yeah, he's B- Both a little... of which
1: I'm terrified to do.
0: <laughs> and he's in love with them now.
1: So it, it, this is the fun fun. This is the fun part, and, and oh yeah, when, how we incorporate for the love of food with ENM because, like, she'll do she'll do meals and go to dinner with her other partner for things that I don't like or that I don't want to do. Very true, very true. And and without having another partner that she could go experience those things with, she would have to either do those things by herself by or she just wouldn't do them at all.
0: Exactly. And, exactly,
1: and I get the same thing. So there are <laughs> there are foods that I like that actually here recently Ellie's become lactose oh. intolerant and yes,
0: this is sadness here. My tears. Red
1: red sauce doesn't agree with her. It does not. She's got a very it's prickly I, tummy.
0: Uh, he, yeah.
1: So, uh, so that has really kind of squashed a lot of our adventurous eating, but she. Went on the nights that she goes on her date with her yes. other partners, then we get to have pizza.
0: <laughs> oh, come on! Or
1: cheesy. Yeah. Wait, cheesy.
0: I made you guys some kick-ass lasagna a couple yes, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: So, and that, and of course that that is a segue to this month.
0: Yes, this month I do talk about the um, the love tribe pizzeria because um here with covid and social distancing and staying in and restaurants and things like that being closed um getting to do many of those things are out of the question and
1: and let's face it pizza is expensive especially the pizza that i like
0: yes this is true it pizza can be very expensive it can add up and if Not everyone agrees on what should be on that pizza. Then you order four pizzas, and you don't even want to see the bill for that. That's a $100 bill. And so we, I have, um, during COVID here, I have been um, doing all of the cooking, and in my real life, I don't always get to do as much cooking as I would like to it's actually,
1: do. It's actually the funny, <laughs> it's actually the little funny sidebar of this whole thing is, is that, that you do Ellie, most of the Ellie writes the food article. <laughs> but when Ellie is working and everybody's life is normal and everybody's working their jobs and then the stay at home dad is the one that's doing all of the cooking. He
0: is doing most of the cooking. So, um, but I have been doing all of the cooking since we've been yes. on quarantine. It's and- been wonderful. And I think it's been wonderful, too. I have loved doing that. So I broke out a jar of yeast, and I created some pizza dough.
1: Because I was whining about not being able to have my favorite pizza.
0: Right. And he made his own sauce. I made pizza dough, made all the toppings that um, I like, that he likes, um,
1: so I used to work in a pizza restaurant when I was a teenager. <laughs> he Many, did. many, many, many years ago. Yes, and so and he made his own sauce. I know how to make pizza sauce. Ugh. And pizza sauce makes the pizza. I'm it, telling you.
0: Yes, this is true, but... Even before I was having problems with red sauce, I was never a pizza lover.
1: She's weird. She doesn't like pizza, and she doesn't like tacos. I know. How we have survived 16 years, I have no idea. Uh, Good sex.
0: (laughs) Well, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But I do like more like specialty kinds of pizza. So when I make pizza, I have... Sweet chili sauce on it, and chicken, and onions, which he will never touch. Yes, I'm
1: making that face too.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "Ugh," and um, and some spinach and artichoke hearts and all these yummy things. Spinach on pizza. It's wonderful. Ugh. But I did. I actually, when we started out, I the first time we did pizza. Um, because it has now become a weekly thing in our house. We have weekly pizzeria nights. I
1: wish it was weekly, but it's actually about maybe once every three weeks.
0: Oh, it's been more than that, silly. Anyway. Um, we have... Uh, I had, We were short on time. And so I made a quick crust. It took like barely an hour from start to finish. And... I, I mean, I basically had enough time to chop up ingredients while it was rising. and it was and we were like, okay, yeah, this is good. But then the next time I was like, I'm gonna get all fancy gourmet on us. And I made a pizza crust that took four hours to rise and all of these crazy things. We made our pizza with it and when we were done. we were like, no. The other one was better. It didn't really taste that good. It wasn't didn't have much good flavor. It didn't crisp up very well. But it you was
1: skipped past the best part.
0: <gasps> oh, what, did, what? How did I skip past the best part?
1: When, when the time came to make the pizzas, we all sat down at the table together <laughs> and made our pizzas. I was
0: getting to that part. <laughs> all right, keep going. But yes, we all would sit down and we all at the table. It was a great family night. Um, we all sit around and we laugh and.
1: At our oddly shaped pizzas. At our,
0: right. Because they didn't start out round. They were mostly rectangular ish. And uh, our daughter made a heart shaped one. So that was fun. It wasn't on purpose. She's like, I can't make this part go out. We're like, oh, it looks like a heart. Um. We put it on we put the pizzas in the oven. We tell Alexa to set a timer, which she might talk to me here in a second because I said her yeah, name.
1: You did say her name, but I think she's ignoring you.
0: Oh good. Um and uh she will k- tell everybody what their timer is. She cannot say my name or doesn't hear my <laughs> name. I have... Eli. I'm Eli. Allie. Yeah, Allie a couple of times, mostly Eli. Mm. So, my ELA pizza is ready. <laughs> and, no, we, we, and we got so into it, and we love it so much, we got real pizza plates, and we got a pizza stone to have in the oven, and then we got a long pizza, I don't even know what they call a the silly thing. It's the long pizza it's a paddle. Stick, the long paddle that yeah. takes the pizza out of the oven without touching it, and nobody gets burnt.
1: We don't get pizza all over the hot mitts.
0: And we don't get pizza all over the hot mitts. It serves a purpose. It's great. It was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> I really, I, but for me, I, honestly, I'm, I love that because there's no way I'm putting sweet hot chili sauce on my pizza. <laughs> uh, or artichokes or green stuff. Forget it. Pizza <laughs> is not supposed to be health food. So the best part that I love about it is is that when I make my own pizza... Because I am super picky when it comes to pizza. I'm very difficult to please. And it has all of the toppings on it that I want. It has them in there in the quantity that I want them. And it has a ridiculous amount of mushrooms, which is what I want. That's When I go to a pizza place and I order pizza, I want pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and a ridiculous amount of mushrooms.
0: And they never put a ridiculous They're amount of mushrooms. They never put enough on
1: there. I put enough on there.
0: <laughs> and I have perfected the art of using the mandolin to slice the mushroom super paper thin. so spoiled. And he likes fresh tomatoes thinly sliced on it, and I've gotten really good at slicing those, too. Mm-hmm. And hmm uh, we, we can't say her name yet, can we?
1: No, she's still a girlfriend.
0: Okay. we Girlfriend and I like onions on our pizza, and I'm really good at slicing them super thin, so they're really paper thin, and they cook up, and they're just like the barely there onion. It's amazing.
1: Hopefully she'll let us use her name, because I'm
0: Pretty
1: sure I slipped it out earlier. But anyway, <laughs> nobody's going to no. be rewinding, like, what's her name?
0: No, you did it. You were good. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, that is a recap of basically what we're trying to do with the magazine. Yes. And what Ellie's contribution to the magazine is this month. <laughs> If you would like to see her recipes, go up and see the pictures and uh I always see, take pictures. And, and and get the recipe for uh the sauce. I actually added mm-hmm. to yours, I put the cooking instructions in there too, because you didn't have that in there. What? Yeah, I the cooking the uh pizza. You did not have that in there. So oh. I, I threw that. Well that, that in was there silly of me. So anyway, but um if you would like to have your own pizza night, everything that you need to know is in that article and yes. you can have pizza with your family or hopefully your polycule or your friends it's really super fun and it makes you get to have pizza at like a fraction of the cost because like (laughs) for all four of us to have our own pizza they're 14 inch pizzas so all of us to have our own pizza would easily be over a 100 bucks right and we're making pizza at home for 20 bucks 20 30 bucks And And there's leftovers. And it's a family activity. And And everybody's getting what they want. And
0: laughing. And And
1: you got to make a huge mess. Oh, my
0: gosh. You make a giant mess. And then the teenager
1: does not whine about cleaning it up because she gets to eat pizza.
0: And she had a good time. And she was laughing, too. True. Because everyone laughs when Alexa tells Eli her pizza's done. Awesome.
1: I think that was a good episode. I think I think we great. had some fun and we got some information out there and hopefully um, I don't know if I have mentioned, but if you would like to check out the magazine, the web you can find it on at our website. Ugh. Let's try that again. If you'd like to find our magazine, <laughs> you can find it on our website at www.enm That's e n n e.
0: Wow! Wow! <laughs> Take 52. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Enmmagazine.com. Ethicalnonmonogamymagazine.com.
0: Yes. And I think that's it. I think it is too.
1: This is a lot longer.
0: It is a lot longer. But, but that's all right. We're going to send some more love from the loves out to everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the ENM Talk podcast show with Michael and Ellie. If you would like to reach us, you may contact us at enmmagazine at gmail.com. We love hearing feedback from our listeners. Please rate and comment on our show on iTunes and any other podcast feed sites. Until next time, we hope your adventures always have happy endings.